Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast, brought to you by Simply Physio, aimed at helping you live an enjoyable, fit, and healthy life in and around our community of Knoxville, Tennessee. And now, here is your host, Dr. John Mark Chesney. I'm here today, and I have a very special guest. Uh, that He is Dr. Nathan Chesney, my little brother, for three years. So welcome, Nathan, to, to uh, Stay Healthy Knoxville. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> no problem, no problem. So it'll be uh, be, be fun to interview my, my brother uh, and um, maybe pin him down uh, in a few ways uh, since I have him on recording. <laughs> That's all right with you. Yeah, go for it. Um, but um, but yeah, so Dr. Nathan, uh, as he's known at the practice, so uh, is a dentist here at Chesney Dentistry. And so, yeah, we're going to focus on some some dental health. But um, so to, to start off, there's a few a few questions that I've always wondered about you, Nathan, is related to the uh, the Disney the the Disney the, the the dentistry field. So do you floss? Yes, every night. Every night, pretty much. So not in the morning. Not in the morning. Not no. twice a day. Not twice a day. Are you supposed to do it twice a day? Uh, I think once a day is enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with my patients if they just do it once a day. Once a so day, okay. Man. I don't hold them to that standard. And you do it every night. Every night, yeah. You never miss. Um, I may even miss every now and then, but <laughs> pretty consistent. You can ask my wife. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll have to bring her in for an interview and have some verification there. Um, second question that's almost important. Have you ever had a cavity? I've had several cavities. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I went through a time in my college years when I was studying to be a dentist. Okay. And um, I had to stay up late. And so to get the good grades to get into dental school. And so I drank a lot of energy drinks. <laughs> okay. And sipping on those throughout the night, studying, kind of took a big toll on my teeth and <laughs> went over and saw dad and... Yeah, he diagnosed a lot of cavities and got a lot of fillings. <laughs> so it was all at once. It was kind of like uh, not had one, and then how, how many did you have at once? I had, I had one since then, and then I had like 10 or something. So <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Man, a good, nine or 10 or something. It wasn't a good a good, good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> a good feeling for the fillings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, um, I think I have you beat. I think I've, I think I've maybe only had one cavity. Yeah, you definitely have my beat. <laughs> you do. I might have the whole family beat. <laughs> <laughs> Combined, huh? Combined, maybe. Combined. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, well, 10. So lead by example, huh, for, for your practice. Yeah. Or you can, but it, it helps because I can empathize and be I like, gotcha. I, can, I can tell patients, I can empathize with patients and be like, this was my tooth. What would I want done to it? Because mm-hmm. I look at my teeth. I'm like, well, what would I want done to my teeth? <laughs> so it's kind of like the golden rule of dentistry for me. Because I know there's some dentists out there that I know that have never had fillings and stuff done. And so mm-hmm. it's a little different probably for them to gauge. Like, it's not fun going. Because like, I don't like going. I don't like being worked on either. I don't like going to the dentist. Yeah. So I tense up. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's actually a good gift to be able to be like, you know, this this. This type of shot down here it does not feel good. This one up here is a little. This one's not too. Okay, I guess I can tell them about kind of different shots and stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Different areas of the mouth. So, um, so you said that you don't really like going to the dentist or something like that, right? 
No, no. So how does it, how do you feel being in a field where people really don't like you? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> it's, it's something you just have to, you just have to kind of think about. You have to, um, you have to know. I know they like a, you. I know they like fact. you, but. But yeah, yeah. You have to know as a fact. They, they, they like, they always say, yeah, I like you. I, I don't like being here. Right. And so, um, I, I'm like, man, I, I can, that's the one thing I can, I can, I'm like, I can, I totally get you because I, I don't, I don't like being in your position either mm-hmm. or doing the things I'm going to do on you. I don't like having them done to me. And so I can tell them that and, and I can totally understand why people don't like that. And sure. So, um, I haven't met many people that, uh, enjoy getting fillings. And so yeah, um, a few patients for some reason laugh. I don't know when being worked on, but that's different. <laughs> You don't have many patients like that, so yeah, you don't have many instances people give um, dentistry visits for Christmas or anything like that. No, whitenings and stuff. Whitenings, maybe. <laughs> but um, I can identify like um, being in the field of physical therapy is kind of like a, a grudge purchase as well. You know, it's um, similar. It's not a place they want to be, but they want the outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they want um, afterwards. They they want their teeth to be wider to feel the cleanness and kind of same thing with me they want to be able to bend and to lift and to enjoy uh, moving and not paying for it yeah and yeah and I guess there's different parts of dentistry. I mean there's some things that people probably don't fear like uh, um, getting like orthodontic treatment you know minor teeth movement or it, it, you're not anything that's not the drill I guess or if someone wants some cosmetic stuff done like crowns or something they're really looking forward to improving their smile then then it's and then they like love it and they are like that looks awesome mm-hmm. so that's fun being a part of that mm-hmm. so um going going back to uh just a little bit I love to hear about how you really got into the field or um like when you really kind of saw like the I guess the backstory of of you getting into the field of of dentistry and and how all that transpired. Okay. Well, um, like I said, I always wanted to be in the into the health field ever since I was in high school. And I didn't know what what I wanted to do exactly. And so I thought about medicine and even thought about PT and thought about being a vet. And so I had narrowed it down to a vet um, and a, uh, a medical doctor and um, and a dentist. And so what I decided to do one summer was to shadow all three of them. Um, and I shadowed a, um, a medical doctor, um, in town who's, uh, um, a family friend and followed him around and, I wasn't too impressed. Um, I was impressed by him, but I wasn't impressed by the stuff that you were doing. I guess you're mostly just writing prescriptions and, Mm -hmm. He was doing work, workman's comp, and um, it just didn't seem that exciting. And then a lot of it, like half his time was spent having to, like, uh, record himself. Just document. And document, yeah, and documentation is huge for them. And so they spend a lot of time having to do that and not with their patients. So that didn't really appeal to me. And then also heard from a lot of people that the family life is maybe not quite as um, as flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I um, kind of nixed that one off, and then I went to a vet. I was supposed to actually go for the whole day, and one of my—I guess when I was little, one of my dreams was to be a vet. Um, but um, <laughs> this squashed the dream when I went there, and um, I realized when you go to the vet and bring your animal, the 
person you usually see is the vet tech. And you probably don't see the vet like when you first go in. Mm-hmm. And so the, the vets are in the back doing surgeries and stuff. So they're doing like fixing and neutering's. And okay. so I was back in that room where <laughs> with all these animals in these cages and it smelled really bad and they were just doing fixing and neutering's and um I was supposed to come back in the afternoon, but I didn't even come back and didn't even tell them. <laughs> and so I nixed that off pretty pretty quick. But I'm sure there's other, uh, once again, other fields that you can get into that, that are more fulfilling. But um, that experience kind of, I was like, nope, not, not going to do it. And so, and then um, my dad always um, talked to me about being, um, um, had when I had expressed interest about being a dentist, he wanted to make sure I wanted to be a dentist. And so he tried to kind of talk me out of it and kind of give me different options. Like, how about mm-hmm. this? And, or how about that? Cause he really wanted to make sure I wanted to get into it. And so, um, that was really good, um, that he did that. Um, but he, of course, he wa- I think he, he wasn't successful, huh? <laughs> he wasn't successful. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, he, um, and so what I decided to do was I, um, I, part of my curriculum at, at um, in college was I shadowed a dentist for, um, for like a, I mean, a semester and, um, for several, um, it was probably two days a week for a whole semester. And so really got to watch it and really got to watch him interact with his patients and saw, saw what he did. And then it kind of clicked. And I was like, this looks like fun. Cause you kind of get to work with your hands and mm-hmm. you're with patients a lot. And so, um, it looked a lot more appealing than the other, other jobs. So, Nice. So I decided to dive in head first. Do you know why I, I didn't choose to become a dentist? No. <laughs> I just didn't. I, like maybe you. I, I thought you just wanted to be a physical therapist because you went to the physical therapist a lot. Well, I definitely had seniority of becoming a dentist if I wanted to. Um, but, um, yeah, I would say um, mainly uh, going back, I don't know if they still have these pencils where uh, you have the little lead um, that you click the top of the, the pencil and do they still have those? Are they still around maybe? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but um, so I guess it's maybe high school, you know, when you're out of lead, you get the little refiller packs mm-hmm. and you have to, you have to feed them through the tip of the, of the, the pencil. And uh, I just remember like, but now think- you can, now you can go through the back. There's a bigger hole. Can you? Okay, but not not in high school. Not in high school. Um, but um, so I just remember thinking, like, you know, the pressure of having to insert the lead into the front of the pencil uh-huh. and this this wobbly thing, and you know, half the time it breaks halfway when you're pushing it down. And I was like, man, I feel like this would be like dentistry. I could not do that. So. <laughs> My experience uh, li- uh, reloading um, pencil lead into the pencils convinced me to not be a dentist. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyhow, um, yeah, I guess some um, wanted want to talk a little bit about the field of dentistry and just other questions, probably questions that our audience would um would ask or consider um, helpful information. And one of um, the big questions that um, I've heard is important for people is uh, their smile mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, the, the status, the, you know, the, just the face and the smile, how important it is for somebody to have a good looking smile. And um, uh, focusing first kind of on that topic, 
uh, of like what makes up a good smile and just wondering from when you have people ask kind of the questions like how can I improve my smile how uh, like what I guess first of all what what things usually are the problem like with somebody not being happy with their smile so um there's different different scenarios I guess that happen when I get that question and then mm-hmm. I've got to look at their mouth and analyze and um I guess my first um inclination always is if it's someone that doesn't have a lot of restorations done um and they have uh, what we call virgin teeth that um, that are are nice uh, and and haven't been affected by dentistry or decay or anything, and mm-hmm. so and they like the shape of them, but Just don't healthy like, teeth. You're saying yeah, healthy teeth. Okay, but they don't like the position that they're in. And then I'd kind of steer them towards just um, getting braces. Mm-hmm. and getting some orthodontic work and just getting them straightened. And that might be enough because then you're not tampering with something that um, could cause issues down the line. And so that's usually my first kind of inclination if I see that, if I see a lot of crowding or a lot of crooked crookedness and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all steer them that way. And so. Do you have, um, I don't, you know, having had braces as, as you know, an adolescent and um, you you had braces, right? Too. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Um, I I can imagine, like, as an adult, um, that would could be. I don't know. I feel like that would be maybe a barrier. Are there other options, like yeah. besides braces, or well, one good option with braces are, um, let's say, some we have a lot of people that come in and had braces at one point and mm-hmm. then stop wearing their braces, so their teeth shift back. Um, teeth like to move. They're okay. in a constant state of trying to get into their. Um, their most comfortable position. Yeah. And so um, we uh, actually started doing Invisalign here at Chesney Dentistry, and that helps because it doesn't have the brackets. And so it, people wear the clear trays, so you don't really see it as much. And okay. so that helps with um, a lot of patients. They like that a lot better because we were doing brackets and not having a lot of success uh, getting people excited about that. But sure. a lot of people have been really excited about um, and we really haven't put it out there about doing Invisalign. And so doing that really um, can come a long way. So explain how you said it's a tray. Um, so how to, like, if I was somebody who, you know, has some crowding or, you know, the orientation of my teeth just, you know, uh, wasn't where I wanted them to be. Um, how do you um, know if you're maybe a good candidate for Invisalign versus braces are there certain criteria that would steer one towards the other yeah um so if someone has really severe crowding or (laughs) really it's a a big big case where their teeth are not coming together right Mm -hmm. ideally um they have an overbite underbite um stuff you cannot correct with uh with invisalign um and then they're going to be more for um brackets and so but if someone has um, more minor Bra- work. Braces are brackets. A uh, bracket. Bra- braces are uh, in uh, brackets are in, in a type of braces. Okay. So there's bracket braces and then there's Invisalign aligner braces. Gotcha, gotcha. So they're both under the umbrella of braces. Yeah. But I what, guess so, yeah. People, what people would think about are can, what, when they say braces, they're probably thinking about brackets. Yeah, that most think about brackets. Okay. Okay. And so, but Invisalign has helped change, and a lot of other companies have come out there. Now you can do it on your own. I guess you can take impressions and um, send those to a company, um, Smile Direct, I think is what, what it's called, and they make the aligners for you and send that back to you. And um, 
Yeah, I think I have one patient that I think is going to start doing that, and that'll be interesting how that goes. Hmm. But I don't know if I'd condone that or not, but <laughs> it'll, it'll be, I guess we'll see. Right, right. It's like when somebody's going on YouTube trying to fix their back pain and watching exercises, like, well, that might work for you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, yeah. Like, I can. Some people, maybe it doesn't work, but a lot yeah. of people maybe... Um, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, getting back to the Invisalign. So, uh, you said it's, uh, well, you said it's, um, it's not brackets. It's, it's clear aligners, kind of like a night guard, um, it's a lot thinner and okay. you have several trays that you wear trays. Mm-hmm. and, um, several. And, yeah. Cause each one will move your teeth a little bit and then you'll switch to a new tree tray, maybe the next week and wear that. You wear it 24 seven. You wear it. Uh, you're supposed to wear it 20 hours a day um, is okay. what you're supposed to wear it. And um, and then we give maybe a patient um, two or three trays, and then they come back and we see how they're doing and then give them the next trays and okay. um, keep them going on that path. And so it just slowly morphs their teeth into a ideal position. Yeah. And so um, that's that's one way. Um, Dude, the trays... Um I would I would think because uh, I've worn something like um, after having some oral surgery and like uh, that affected my ability to speak clearly. Is do the trays affect like uh, just your speech or or even your ability like to eat? Yeah, usually. So you, I guess those twenty hours are I guess the four hours they account for are eating. <laughs> Okay, um, so you take it out when you're eating. Yeah, you take it out when you're eating and stuff. Okay. And then um, the other one, they're pretty much in. And mm-hmm. so, but pretty much you can you can talk well with them and everything. Okay. And so, the biggest thing is just making sure the patient wears them. So, that's 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 one way to do it. Um, another way, if someone comes in and they've had a lot of work done, um, they've got fillings um, all in their teeth. The, the colors just not right. They have several mismatched crowns and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Then you just do like a whole, you can do like a whole makeover where um, yeah, you can do like full health uh, rehab where you go in and and basically um, start new and do everything. Just all take everything out? Take everything. Well, not take everything out. You, you keep their, you try to, I, I like to keep keep the teeth and if they're good and savable and, and sound and healthy and then uh, use that as your foundation and just yeah. build something prettier. Gotcha. And cohesive. Because maybe they've had stuff done at separate times by different dentists, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't look good, and they don't like the way it looks. So, what are you, um, what are you replacing things with teeth with? Um, so we'll do like veneers or crowns. Okay. Like people come in. The biggest thing is like getting the six anterior um, teeth done. Um, the, they call it the social six. Um, getting that done, and um, that's a big thing. Um, and so we'll, we'll do that and make, make them look good. Um, and so that's, that's, that's another, another good option. And so, um, but you have to make sure once again, they're, they're a good candidate for that. Cause you don't want someone who has like crazy, um, if, if they're already struggling with decay and stuff and they come in wanting that, you're like, uh, and you got you kind of have to talk them out of that and say, we got to deal with some other stuff first. Mm-hmm. You, Get you under control, or get get your gums under under control. Make sure they're healthy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, so um, so we've yeah talked about like I guess alignment and crowded teeth um, issue with the smile. Um, oh, I got a whitening. Well, okay, <laughs> that's a big one. Um, that usually helps out. Um, that's a good one that goes well with um, 
So you can't whiten crowns. Um, Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, it's just a thing. It's not good or bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> the crowns it's like just a fact. The crowns um, change color. Like crowns should not change. Okay. Color. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, so um, say someone has Invisalign. It's their teeth. They're enamel, uh, and so and whitening will um, just help brighten those out. Okay. And so that's another option. People are, people will come in. They're like, I don't like the color of my teeth. So we're mm-hmm. like, let's try whitening. And so there's several types of whitening. Um, Op- several options. Yeah, diff- a lot of different options. Um, we have you, different options here. You see, like toothpaste. You know, with um, is there anything you know to the toothpaste? You can you know it says you know whitening or yeah you know, on the toothpaste um, that you see in the store. Um, do you do you see that? Uh, do you think that actually whitens people's teeth or? I'm not a big. Um, I'm not sold by that. I, I have some whitening toothpaste, and I tried some uh, by. Uh, I think I tried some Crest whitening toothpaste, and okay. it was like their like ultimate package, and they just they always throw you free samples and stuff. And so I tried that for a little while, and it was just annoying. I thought, and so I just stopped using it. But uh, um, I, I don't see it really working. I, I know they're. I guess a big craze now is using um, charcoal. To whiten charcoal, um, charcoal toothpaste. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of that or not, but you, um, yeah, you may have seen it on on Facebook and stuff. But um, a lot of people are, are selling that or, or pushing that, and so that's a new craze to whiten, and it does does whiten your teeth. Um, I'm not sure if it does in, in a good way or not, and so what's that taste? <laughs> I, I have not tried it, and so okay. the thing about charcoal is it's very abrasive, and so uh, your teeth are made, uh, the first layer is enamel, and it's the strongest thing in your body is enamel. Hmm. Stronger than bones. And so... Stronger than my biceps. Stronger than your biceps. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it can uh, uh, it can abrade the enamel um, from your teeth if you use it too much. Um, and so I would advise someone who uses charcoal to like, use like once a week, I don't know, um, if, if, if that, and so, um, just not use it very much just because it'll, it'll, it'll rub away your enamel and that's not good because it, that's kind of how it can help, um, brighten your teeth. It kind of creates an optical illusion almost by, mm. by abrading, I think like, I guess sandpaper. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So charcoal is, uh, is an option used, um, in a, in a good plan of not every day brushing yeah or maybe never okay <laughs> i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't um i have people that use it and stuff but yeah charcoal toothpaste it's just an interesting thing they, they haven't done many studies on it and stuff but um they'll, they'll probably start doing some studies soon since it's so new um the other ones are um you get trays for whitening uh that's probably the, the biggest deal is you get some trays and have bleach in there, and um, you wear those overnight. That's the so you do it at home. You do it at home. At home. Okay, you just wear it overnight, and that's um, that's people that are like all into it, and so um, that does real well. Uh, but it makes it can make your teeth more sensitive to doing that. Um, and then there is in office bleaching that we do here. We don't do a lot of it. We use it use it mainly for people that are going to have weddings and stuff. Um, we usually just like have. Whenever a patient getting, is getting married uh, at our office, we just throw that in for free and like, hey, come in and get a free free bleaching just before your wedding. And so, we, but other than that, we don't use it too much, mm-hmm. um, just because it doesn't last very long. 
And so the bang for your buck is not really there. And so um, I usually steer people away from it, even though we sell it. Um, and then there's the crest bleaching strips, which probably most people have heard about. Okay. And those are those are actually really good. And mm-hmm. so even the store brought bit, store the store brands are good. I tell people to start there. If they don't like that, they can get probably some higher concentration of uh, whitening from their dentist because we're allowed to sell that. And so um, that's probably the best option is uh, the whitening the strips. strips, the best bang for your buck. Okay. How do, um, how do, how do actually the strips work? I have not tried them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I, I guess I'd, I'd imagine like what is it, one of those like mint, like, uh, you know, those breath fresheners that, um, that are the little, um, strips that you put in your mouth kind of thing. That's oh yeah. What I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's similar to that. So I've, I've, I've seen them and stuff and we, we have them. And so you just put them over the front of your teeth and yeah. it's a little messy. Um, but you don't wear them too long and then take them out. Okay. So. All right. Well, um, so are there any, like, uh, besides, um, the, the color or the whitening of the teeth and the crowding the teeth as far as really enhancing somebody's smile, is there anything else you guys offer or that people may need? That- I guess we do. Um, some people come in, um, and they're missing teeth. And so they want to just restore things. Um, missing tooth would affect somebody's smile. Yeah, it could affect someone's <laughs> smile. Or some people where it function and like we're in the back in the molar region where they're not being able to eat as well. Okay. And they really like eating on that side. And so it's really annoying for them. And so uh, options there are doing a bridge, doing an implant. And um, I probably steer more t- towards doing implants because um, I tell them why. Um, so they're missing a tooth. So with a bridge, you have to cut down the tooth in front of it and behind it to have a fake tooth in the middle. And so like, why make a one tooth problem, a three tooth problem potentially. Okay. Um, and so an implant just kind of replaces that right there. Okay. And so it's really a real nice option. That's, um, uh, probably one of the newer things to dentistry. And so, um, and we've started doing that here at Chesney Dentistry and it's, it's a lot of fun. And so and we've had a few people with anterior teeth that have failed. And so um, placing those, um, it's fun. Um, the downside any- is you have to wait. Um, when you get an implant, you have to wait uh, four to six months while that um, implant integrates with the bone before you can actually put a, uh, like a, a tooth on it. Okay. So there's, um, you have to, so what do you have um, in your mouth for four to six months? Um if it's in the back and they don't care, then you just kind of leave it blank. There's just, something. You know, the, there's something there though. Oh, well, there's a. Um, they have an have implant, so it's kind of like a screw. Yeah. Okay, and it goes into your bone, and um, then after that, um, yeah, you just let it integrate. It um, osseo integrates is what we call osseo integration. Okay, and um, and you just screw the tooth in, one. and then you yep, you put a, a crown on there. Yep. And, put a nice tooth on there. And so if it's a front tooth, then you give them something to wear temporarily. Um, you can do a temporary kind of crown that you can screw in there is one thing. Okay. It's a little risky. Um, you can sometimes get away with it doing that, or you can do, um, they wear a partial, um, possibly. So it just kind of depends. Okay. And, um, so with, uh, cause I, like you said, the implants are something that's, um, relatively kind of a new technology or new advancement in dentistry, right? Mm-hmm. So um, 
what why wouldn't um somebody consider or who who should like consider having an implant what reasons do you primarily do them for or problem do they solve so um when when there's a tooth that can't be restored um it's let's say it's had a root canal and the root canals failed and they have a a big infection and nothing's going to solve that and so they're going to lose the tooth and so um i tell them an implant is probably the best thing you can do for your mouth. And so and I, I go over the downsides of not having an implant. Um, if you, uh, if you do have an implant, um, or, or don't have an implant done, what happens is there's nothing telling your bone to stay there. So your bone actually starts eroding, hmm. starts going away and it can cause recession on the adjacent teeth. I saw a patient this week and, um, he was like, oh, I have a sensitivity. I'm like, yeah, you don't have a, tooth over here and i was like he was like how do i fix it i'm like oh let's let's look into implants and so i think he's gonna get you know he was now. missing a tooth yes okay. <laughs> and so um it was a new patient and so he just didn't understand why he was having uh, and so it just since the bone goes down the gum goes down and mm. you start you can get recession there and so and sometimes you can get to the point where it's really hard to get an implant done if you wait too long after having after losing a tooth okay so the faster you act on getting an implant after having a tooth taken out, um, the better prognosis you have. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, um, well, yeah, I got, there's a number, a lot of other questions I'm sure we could get into, um, that, uh, maybe, maybe for a future episode, kind of get into some other kind of questions, but, um, a few just probably quicker answer questions, um, for you. What, um, what kind of toothbrush do you use or uh, do you recommend? Um, I use a, uh, Oral-B, um, electric toothbrush, tooth, toothbrush. Um, okay. I got one. Fancy pants, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was free. Oh, <laughs> they, um, even better. They, they gave them to all the dental students in, uh, in school. Do you like it though? I do like it. Yeah. Okay. And then I got, uh, Oral-B gave me a new one. I guess they were trying to sell our, um, Chesney Dentistry some, and I guess we bought some and they gave us, um, some free ones so i got another one and it's cool because um well it's it's kind of i think it's kind of lame but it, has, it actually has bluetooth in it and so it connects to your phone and can tell you like areas that you're missing and st- i don't know it's so it to me it's just a gimmick and so i just use it like my old one <laughs> it speaks to you it speaks to, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I just it's probably just a gimmick that they're trying to get on the technology and stuff but it just works like the other one does just more expensive probably i thought you guys say it like plays music like your toothbrush that would be pretty cool <laughs> that would be cool listen to this podcast yeah. over um your speakers in your toothbrush <laughs> but there there are cheaper ones out there and so uh we've um found one actually that's like just 40 bucks for a really good electric toothbrush and so we actually give each patient a little coupon code that they can put in our uh, the, the coupon code and they get they can get one for 40 bucks and so that's that's a pretty good deal for okay. an electric toothbrush so and then um what about toothpaste toothpaste Is it, um, you see all the you know you go to the store and you got the cheap stuff that's you know white and just you know the baking soda kind of tooth stuff and then you got all these fancy you know color you know coordinated white and blue strips with sparkles and yeah i, I mean i like the sparkles i did when i was little that was <laughs> that was a tasty toothpaste <laughs> <laughs> um but i uh 
personally, I don't, I don't really care too much what they're brushing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I look at their situation, um, if they have a lot of decay um, and they have uh, xerostoma, a dry mouth from medication or um, from disease, um, then I tell them that they need to they, they they need to have some they need to have some fluoride in there, which is I guess a whole other story we could get into. But um, and so I, I like having fluoride in your toothpaste um, is one thing. Um, I know there's more debate over like drinking water and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to have your toothpaste. But the brand. I like if someone asked me is uh, is Colgate that I like. Um, they've recently come out with some research though that I'm gonna have to look into. Um, Colgate has or, just, or or just other companies of of a of a compound they had that made it so good called triclosan, which um, is a debatable, possibly cancer causing. <laughs> um, which I'm not sure how good you have to go into the study and stuff. I'll have to look into it because it's it's very new, and so. Um, I would be very sad if that's, if that's the case, I'm sure they'll come up with something else, but, uh, that's, that's what made Colgate for me so good. Um, so was the uh, cancer stuff was the cancer stuff. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it's usually the good stuff that ruins it for people, I guess (laughs) the sugar and the (laughs) the MSG. Yeah. Just good taste. The flavor stuff. (laughs) Oh, well, nice. Well, um, yeah, kind of wrapping things up. I got a few other questions. Um, uh, one, uh, I guess the last one that I guess kind of dental related and usually like asking my guests if they have one piece of advice just for improving, maintaining, like keeping healthy, uh, what would your advice be? My advice would be, um, watch your sugar intake. Um, so, um, bacteria, they feed off the sugar. And the byproduct is acid, and that is what causes the cavities. And so, I um, I stress to people that there's some people that just pound um, Mountain Dews mm-hmm. or Cokes or sweet teas all day. Energy drinks. Energy drinks. <laughs> and so I've seen what it done, has done to my tea. So I can empathize and tell them, hey, this is what happened. And so, yeah. um, so I tell people um, take it easy on it. A lot of people will get um, I I. I I share this story with people that are hooked on um, like Cokes or something. And so I'd tell them if they drank um, 10 Cokes in 20 minutes, um, that would be better for them than drinking one Coke over that uh, four hours. Teeth wise, it'd probably be terrible for your body, but (laughs) (laughs) it'd probably make you have a cardiac arrest. But it's like a milk challenge, the the gallon milk challenge. Yeah, the gallon milk. (laughs) And so it's really the the amount of time it hits your teeth. Yeah. Um, it's not the quantity. It's just yeah, for your teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how much it hits your teeth and causes that. And so I tell people to kind of limit that. Stay away from. uh, Make sure your gum is sugar free. Because then you're once again chewing on something that's got a lot of sugar in it. That's um, not good. That's just constantly bathing your teeth in that. Mm. And then um, uh, another one's mints. Make sure your mints are um, and um, cough drops are sugar free. Because I've seen that just destroy people's mouths when they had perfect teeth and then just destroys them. And so, just sugar free stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, okay. that's what I would say. And then um, I would say do a really good brushing. Before you go to bed, because um, uh, all that stuff you've eaten throughout the day, make sure you can get that all out because you're going to 
go, um, you know, eight hours sleeping. That could just be sitting on your teeth, creating havoc. And so make sure that's all out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, morning is just for uh, everyone else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just getting your mouth cleaned up for for everyone else. Gotcha. But morning's kind of for you. So okay. Um, all right. Well, um, what about uh, your favorite restaurants around Knoxville? Favorite restaurant. Um, it's a tricky question. Me and Sarah go to a lot of restaurants. Um, we like um, we like Seasons a lot. Um, is a good cheaper one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not cheap, but it's it's it's. I mean, it's it's, it's very um. It's a word moderate or yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's not very expensive, and mm-hmm. so that that's a good one. Um, if you're looking for um more upscale one the one in Maryville. um what's it called the mill okay the milling house okay the, mil- the milling company the milling company okay foothills uh, milling company okay and so that's that's amazing that's i guess you probably save that for like anniversaries or birthdays mm-hmm. and stuff like that because it's more expensive but it's amazing food and mm-hmm. so that's what i would probably recommend all right well um and then if um if you're enjoying something around Knoxville or greater kind of East Tennessee area, like outside, like where would you, uh, what's one of your favorite spots to frequent? Let's see here. I like, I probably, so East Tennessee, this big South Fork. Yeah, kind of, you know, place you can get to, uh, you know, here within an afternoon, you know, short drive. Um, for so that's a little too far away. Yeah, to Knoxvillians. They claim that one. Okay, so I like, I guess I like, um, I probably like Imes. Okay, it's it's nice. Anything there in particular? Nice. I mean, Imes is pretty big, right? Yeah, Imes is big. Uh, they've, they've got really good um, mountain biking trails that are very nice. Um, and I, I don't do a whole lot of mi- mountain biking, um, but um, what I do that's where I like to do it is with the Imes. And then they've got a really cool uh, ropes course, which I've done, and um, that's a lot of fun. Okay, so I would recommend that. Nice. Well, um, and last question. So what about a place kind of, again, around Knoxville, East Tennessee that you have not been to uh, that you really would like to go? Uh, it's kind of on your bucket list. Um, let's see. I guess I haven't really have frequented it. This isn't very like outdoors journey. Is that? That's out? okay. That's okay. okay. Um, I haven't been to many of the brewing places or distilleries would be kind of fun to visit. And so I would, I would like to visit that um, part of Knoxville. I, I, I feel like I've been to a lot of the outdoor scene of Knoxville, but I haven't seen that new, that's a new up and coming scene I'd like to see. And, and I guess in South Knoxville, they're starting to do a lot of development. And so checking that out would be a, a cool thing too, to get in, get in and see that. Nice. Nice. Well, um, yeah, well, th- well, thank you, Dr. Nathan, uh, for joining us on the episode. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And um, like I said, there's, um, I'm sure there's a lot of other uh, topics and on the teeth, teeth topics that uh, maybe we'll have to talk about at a future date. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah, I've enjoyed having my younger bro here. So uh, thanks for putting up with my little snide remarks and comments. <laughs> well, thanks. And once again, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. All right. Well, um, Thank you guys for listening to uh, Stay Healthy Knoxville and uh, just uh, be looking out for the next episode and we'll keep them coming to you. Adios. Bye. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast, brought to you by Simply Physio. If your pain is preventing you from staying healthy and active and you'd like to avoid surgery, pain medicine, or just want to get back to doing the things you love in and around Knoxville, we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the next best steps for resolving it. Find our ebooks online at simplypt.com/health-tips. There you will find ebooks for topics such as neck and shoulder pain, lower back and hip pain, knee pain, and TMJ. These quick-to-read reports will provide you with expert tips, tricks, and exercises to help solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit simplypt.com slash health tips to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer free, no-obligation phone consultations with a doctor of physical therapy to Knoxville area residents. Just call us at 865-351-0615 or visit us at simplypt.com and click the Talk to a PT button on the home page to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Stay Healthy Knoxville podcast. Humble Pod Production. Stay humble.